Right, welcome back. It's been a while. We missed last week as a couple of us were out of town. Uh, but we are back with episode 11 of Duh the Podcast. This week we're going to get into some of the news we missed while we were gone. And we are going to do a short three-round draft, I believe we determined, on the NFL head coaches. Correct. And then between these next couple weeks, we're going to start thinking of other segments and, and things to do throughout the podcast. If you have any suggestions, let us know. We're on Twitter, at Doe the Podcast. Speaking of Twitter engagements, uh, I was the runaway winner of the quarterback draft. Thank you much for all my supporters and fans. By by my tally, you had negative two votes. <laughs> so somehow with zero votes, Colin and I still managed to beat you. <laughs> also, speaking of Twitter, did you see DeAndre Hopkins is about to get cut? I mean, who could have possibly? Yes, that <laughs> that, that uh, was it. That was in my news rundown. But yeah, nobody wants DeAndre Hopkins. Here's my no. shocked face. And uh, no one wants to take on that contract. Is it that, or is the obvious collusion and racism in the NFL? That has been a hot topic on Twitter as well. That's, I mean, that's my not, guess. Not yeah. any player under $30 million a year fully guaranteed at this point is just out of the cards. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of, uh, one of the main sources of news that we did not get to talk about last week, um, Lamar demanded a trade per him. <laughs> uh, some people some people don't believe he actually demanded a trade. That's how delusional fans are. They're like, oh, he's just doing it for leverage. So, wait, they think he would actually tweet, I demanded a trade? When yes, without trading. without actually demanding a trade, like he's just participating <laughs> participating in negotiations. That's hilarious. Negotiations, we've lost all communication. <laughs> yeah, did you see? Uh, uh, yes, yesterday they like one of the reporters, I guess in like a pre-draft press conference, mentioned his name, and borderline got kicked out of the assembly hall they were in. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> So things are going well. I, mean, I have zero idea what is going on because I'm, I'm hearing that he's like, I don't want a fully guaranteed contract. I just want more fully guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> like, so we'll sign you. You can sign me to a half billion if you want. I just need like two hundred and fifty fully <laughs> yeah. guaranteed. So. He's like, the whole thing doesn't, just at least $250 million. But then I also saw another, I have no idea what would even be a reliable source at this point, that, like, if nothing happens, he would still play on the tag this year. So it's just like, what? I mean, I I feel like he would have to because if he's playing on the tag, that means nobody wants him. That means no one's willing to pay him what he wants. So he has to, like, essentially prove himself again if he wants the contract. I don't know. I feel like I think he's still gonna get traded. I I, I think, think that I think I, either during draft or like post draft, if somebody doesn't get a guy they thought they were gonna get, I think you know talk talks will heat up. Yeah, I won't go as far as saying that nobody wants him, just because I feel like a lot of teams that are in search of a quarterback are waiting till after the draft because of the whole two first-round picks thing because they're yeah. like, I don't want to give up my first-round pick this year. Um, You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a yeah. a play by them. Right. They're going to, like, they're going to get him without giving up this year's draft picks. So they're going to, you know, they're going to be in a good spot. Especially uh, did you did like, you see that the, the Ravens are getting an insurance policy at quarterback? Yeah, I saw that he said, uh, DaCosta said they were like, it's not no, no, today, today, I think uh, we're close to signing one Carson Wentz. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let me see if I can find it real quick. That'll, oh, shit. that'll ruin my day. I may just hate the Ravens. 
I mean, the, the Ravens will look to add free agent quarterback Carson Wentz as an insurance policy for the upcoming season per source. Ooh, that is some bare bones coverage right there. Yeah, who who tweeted that? I don't know. I got it sent to me. Huh. If that actually so happens. borderline, we are Super Bowl favorites because the addition of Carson Wentz and Nelson Aguilar name an offense better. They did have a connection at Philly. <laughs> Whatever offense Greg Roman is running will be better. Valid. I did see Dakota said it was not out of the realm of possibility that they would draft a quarterback in the first round too. Yeah, I saw all that. Uh, be interesting to I see. I feel like too, it, especially where they're picking, like who the fuck's going to be there. Well, yeah, and, and that's like assuming we don't get we don't get a trade for Lamar, and then we have Lamar and use our only first round pick on a quarterback. That would put us in a tough spot. Yeah, only thing I see them doing that is if Levis falls to them, or if the Colts trade happens before the Yeah, draft. I was going to say, like, a day of – if, like, a day of trade is involved, I could see that happening. But I don't know if it's worth it if we haven't uh, traded Lamar by then and we're just using our only first-round pick on a quarterback. Honestly, I would just respect it at this point. If they got Levis, I'd be worried. You think he's the best in the class? No, no. You said no. C.J. Stroud, but you think you think he has some some high upside? I do think he has upside. I don't think he's, you know, I don't know. This year's class is tough. Like, personally, I saw, did you see Rich Gannon said that uh, he would take Kenny Pickett over any of the, like, last year, he would, I'll take Kenny Pickett over any quarterback in this year's class. And I was like, fuck yes. Um, but I think that Rich I think who Gannon said Rich talks, Gannon said that? Yeah, when Rich talks, you listen. Well, not only that, but also I do think it's accurate. I I don't really know what to expect from anyone in this year's class. I feel like there's potential that all four end up being like really good. I also think there's potential that all four are really fucking bad. Um, are they good too as well? Yeah, I mean, and then for the teams that, like, are Atlanta or the Colts or whatever, and you know in your heart of hearts you're going to be bad this year regardless, like, is it worth getting Lamar or is it, well, like, let's Well, the wait. Colts do have Gardner Minshew, so they may be fine. They may be off the market. It's like, or do we wait and see if we get the first or second pick next year and get one of the two guys that we know – will at least be above average, if not great quarterbacks. So, Is that the consensus among, like, everyone that does draft analysis and college football stuff? I'm not a big college guy, so I'm not sure. Like, or is it just you saying that? Oh, like, no. If Drake, if Drake it's me- media believes that, like, the two guys coming out next year way miles better than the guys this year. Yes. If Drake, okay. May, if Drake May was available to be drafted this year – he would be the first pick. And that's okay. not even- I didn't know if that I didn't know if that was any Jay Wick bias. I couldn't no. tell. Yeah, no, that's that's a no brainer. Barring like if if he has a major step back next year, something might happen. It might be like a, a Jake Locker thing or, you know, Matt Barkley thing where like going into a season and guys a consensus top three pick, if not the number one overall pick. I won't say number one because right now it's probably Caleb. But, like, barring a catastrophe of a season, um, he's going to be, at worst, probably the second pick in the draft. Impressive. Um, Is there any other news from the past, like, week and a half, two weeks? Um, Rodgers is still somehow not a Jet. (laughs) Yeah. That situation's getting weird at this point. I thought for sure that was going to get nailed down. I did see – did you see that the Patriots apparently actually called the Packers about him because Belichick just hates Mac Jones' guts? Yeah, I did see that Mac Jones has been shopped vigorously this offseason. 
I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised San Fran didn't jump to kind of right John Lynch's wrong. Yeah, yeah, they're just collecting. They would just be collecting them all, though. If they did, they got like, Sam Darnold, and they still have Trey Lance on the roster, uh, Brock Purdy, and then just also getting Mac Jones. Yeah, but I feel like Trey Lance would have been like part of that trade. Uh, oh, true, true, true. Yeah, Shanahan wanted Mac Jones over Trey Lance. I think that was like reported during yeah. the draft process. Yeah, that that was my point, sure. Yeah, I was just confirming. Yeah, there was also multiple six billion dollar offers to buy the Washington Commanders. All that franchise is worth six billion is beyond me. Jonathan Allen. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> yeah, they do have good receivers and uh still Yeah, but even just things like team. outside there, like they they barely have a team name. The like stadium needs to get like redone. It's like a fixer upper. Yeah, they're saying. I well, did, aren't they getting a new stadium already? Their current stadium is an absolute shithole. I mean, I've been there, so yeah, horrible. <laughs> but uh, are they? I don't know. I knew they were like starting to like feel out locations. I didn't know if they. It, nothing's gonna happen until they sell the team. Yeah. Yeah, true. I isn't the the people who are probably gonna win the bid. I know it's a group, but I'm pretty sure Magic Johnson is one of the previous yeah. people. Yeah, that's one. I don't know how it works when everyone bids the same amount of money, but I'm pretty sure there's like two or three bids at the six billion. Yeah, we'll see if they like rechange the name. That would be hilarious too. Or yeah, just Dan Sider refuses to sell it. They should just change it back to the Redskins. I mean, I could also see Dan Snyder just locking down FedEx Field and just turning it into, like, <laughs> a pirate fortress where he's just held <laughs> up in there like a Colombian drug lord refusing to come out. <laughs> he, he's yeah, never a, leaving. With a bunch of, like, female employees, like, handcuffed to a desk. <laughs> just, like, working in their underwear, just... He, just <laughs> Out of his mind, yeah. Just it's 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 a. It, I can see it getting scary, so hopefully it doesn't go that route. Things yeah, could get weird because you know Jim Irsay would pick up the phone, and be like Dan, let me in. You'd be like, I can I can sneak you out through the sewers. Uh, no, Jim, <laughs> like I'm, you. He, yeah. He'd be trying to participate. I was say, yeah, Jim Irsay would be trying to party. He's like, I'll be on a. I'm on a jet. I'll be there in an hour. They'd send him in as a as a negotiator, and then he would Dan Snyder would just flip him while he was in there. It, it would be like that South Park episode where they're all in the closet. <laughs> just everyone that goes in just keeps getting trapped in the closet. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what else has happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if there's been much. It feels like it's just been talk about that all that stuff. Pretty much, it feels like they're talking about the Lamar, the Lamar stuff every day. That you, and people think Bill Belichick is just like senile at this point, <laughs> which would be awesome. And also, Josh, I feel like you glanced over the Nelson Aguilar signing, which I feel like, with zero sarcasm, is a great signing for the Ravens. No, no, I agree. Because he plays 16 games a season, which is just <laughs> something we need. Yeah, that's uh, that tends to be a Ravens problem as well. I think I think I also heard we're like in the final two teams of potential uh, Odell destinations. Yeah, there is an offer on the table apparently, and we notoriously have very high offers to wide receivers, so I'm sure that's going well. There's no way that offer, like, I'm sure there's a ton of incentives, but there's no way that offers over, like, $4.5 million base. And he wants 13 He wants, he, he, he would, in a class act, he, he lowered his expectations from 20 to 15 a year, I think. So. At least he's reasonable. Yeah. I think he's waiting until, obviously, like, why would he sign with the uncertainty with Lamar? And also, yeah. I know the Jets. And Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, the other the other one is the Jets, so he's probably waiting for that to get like it's like the Jets are like waiting for that to get nailed down before they worry about like what they're gonna pay Odell. Yeah, they need to get their quarterback first. Do we still think he's going there? Yeah, apparently what I saw Albert Breer say is that it's close. He expects it to get done for sure before the draft. Um that they're a lot closer now than they were before. That would also um, be funny if Bill Belichick just got Aaron Rodgers just to give another middle finger to the Jets. Yeah, one thing I saw was, like, what's being reported now is, like, um, it's a second and a third this year, and then next year a conditional two that could be a one if Roger plays Rodgers plays, like, on another season or some shit like that. So they're close. They're getting close. Yeah. Uh, anything else? The Steelers signed Keanu Neal. So great. Excited sign- about that. Um, I think he's better than Terrell Edmonds, so I'm glad that he's gone. An upgrade, but not a game changer. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Because I think it takes. Uh, Brian Branch out of the conversation for the first round. So hopefully that means that it was draft attack. Oh, that's another thing. They signed uh, Isaac Somalo, the guard from Philly. Sneaky best signing of the offseason. Uh, you said the this, this Steelers <laughs> signed him? Yeah, Philly's uh, guard, big-ass Samoan. It's like 340 pounds. Absolutely like just so good total freak show he's like chris kimoyatu but actually good um yeah huge fan of that song it's like three years like 30 mil so, yeah it's not bad pretty pumped on that they draft yeah it was obviously a very good offensive line last year so <laughs> everyone had to contribute yeah one of the best um but yeah, no. As far as news goes, I, I think that's I, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, Chiefs Twitter and uh, Nick Wright still, even Nick Wright of all people, is still clamoring that the Chiefs need a number one receiver, and I'm just tired of it. Mm. Even with yeah. the well, Paul they'll be Hopkins proven wrong thing. next year. Yeah. That's something that we're so right about that I'm not even worried. Like, I'm not even worried that the Chiefs are going to get a number one receiver that's, like, better than Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Does Patrick Mahomes have weapons? People are asking. Yeah, I mean, and I have no reason to believe that Kelsey won't just be at least – 85, 90% as good as he was this year. So yeah. At this point, it's like, at this point, it's impressive that yeah. he, there's been like no, no drop off for like age. He's got at least, I think, like, you know, another year or two at that level that we really may start to yeah. see it off a little bit. But like this year, that's still crazy. Like, I have, yeah, I have no reason to doubt that he's going to have, you know, over a thousand yards easily, and then you know maybe even double digit touchdowns again. We'll see. So he's you know he's chasing history at this point, but he'll still be playing at a high level. All right. So on that note, should we get into the head coach's draft? Yes. How would you like to decide in order? Uh, random number generator. All right. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident I will get all three coaches, but I will, regardless of where I pick. Right. I'm not like I'm not even so passionate that it would even matter where these coaches fall. But I am yeah, curious. that's fair. I, I am curious. Colin, Colin's one, Jay's two, I'm three. Right, Go, Jay's first. Uh, I'm second. Colin's third. Wait, what? Jay. That I was first. No, Jay, me, Colin. I thought you said I was second first. Yeah, I was I was giving out numbers, and uh, then I generated them in a random order. Got it. All right. 
God damn, I don't want the first picks were the one I didn't want. Fuck. All right. Because I don't want to take. Yeah, I d- honestly didn't either. I don't want to take. I'm not taking Fat Boy. I wanted three. Yeah, three would have been ideal. Because I would have got two. Well, Why don't we just let it play out? No, random number yeah. generator said it. We got to do it. Yeah, no, we play it as it lies. Um, Spoken. All hail the magic conch. Speaking of playing it as it lies, I'm watching the Masters right now. I swear to fuck, if John Rom wins this thing, I'm never watching golf again. I do have a future on John Rom to win it, so I would like <laughs> him to win it. <laughs> uh, what's the payout? Like plus four fifty, something like that. No, it was like plus like eleven hundred. Really? No, maybe plus plus nine hundred, maybe. Oh there were like God. three people ahead of him, I think. That's insane. I think R- Rory was the favorite, and then Scotty Shuffler, and then John Rahm, I'm pretty sure. That's At out. least when I took it. I took it that's a little out. bit ago. That's crazy. He's the fucking world number one, and this golf course is literally made for him. Scotty Shuffler's the world number one? And no, won thought, it last year? I thought Rahm just passed him. Oh, I don't know. They were talking about it today a little bit, and they called him the world number one, but he can't put within five feet. Huh. And that's Masters talk. I mean, yeah. God, I was Brooks. watching it all day as well. Brooks. Um, <laughs> fuck, first. Um, I mean, I have to take Belichick. Um, yeah. I can't blame I you there. I don't subscribe to the notion that he can't win without Brady. Um, Year one with Mac Jones, they made the playoffs. Um, had a winning record. Mac Jones is a pro bowler. Um, so I, I can't really say that. And plus, last year, it's not like they had like a bad season or they weren't, you know, competitive. You know what I mean? People were acting like Bill Belichick fell off a cliff. And sure, he's not you know, getting to the ASC championship um, like he was with Brady. But, like, what the fuck do you expect? Like, how many teams go from having a top, some people say, allegedly the best quarterback of all time? I disagree. But someone of that caliber, leave your football team, and you still sustain that amount of success. Like, it's just unrealistic in the fact that people are trying to move the goalpost on that I think it's ridiculous like it was yeah, you can't have a 20 year dominant streak and then when it ends be like why wasn't it 30 like nobody yeah. is dominant for that long like especially in the NFL like in the NFL it's a, it's a league designed for parity and so to have that level of consistency for as like you said 20 years um I think I don't know I, I think it's unfair to hold the last you know, the lack of playoff success against Belichick since Brady left. And especially Brady went to a good team. You know, did anyone expect him to win a Super Bowl year one? Fuck no. Probably. Um, but, like, he went to a team that had uh, two Pro Bowl receivers, um, a good defense, and Bruce Arians was still the head coach, um, who's one of the best offensive minds in the league at that point. So, like, I I don't know. The, subscribing to Belichick being washed or nothing, quote-unquote, without Brady, according to Asante Samuel, um, I think is ridiculous. And he's still, by far and away, the best head coach of the NFL. For my yeah, opinion. I mean, the way – I mean, people fear the way he game plans. Like, yeah. that's just enough With, said. Like, all the success and then still, you know, he – Everyone says he takes away your number one option. Well, that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. Well, not only that, also, it's like it's still a a big deal when someone beats the Patriots. Even nowadays, they're like, oh, shit, like the Dolphins beat the Patriots. They're like, oh, shit, the the Bills beat the Patriots. Like, it's still a big deal, Um, and their defense is always going to be ridiculously good. Um, I'm excited to see what they do this year now that Billy O is back and calling the offense. They have a legitimate offensive coordinator. Um, 
So I'm I'm curious to see what happens. Um, but yeah, Belichick I think still deserves to be number one. I'm not going to fight you on that. I mean, I think he is getting an unnecessary amount of hate right now, and, and kind of like you said earlier, it's not like the Patriots are going you know three and thirteen or three and fourteen now, I guess, or like four and twelve. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Even on a down year, they're seven and ten, eight and nine. Like you said, they made the playoffs, and even in the early Super Bowls, granted, like the NFL was different then, but still, Brady was winning Super Bowls where you know he threw for 150 yards, and that defense carried them. And even the one against the Sounds Rams, like yeah, and even the one against the Rams. I mean, the defense let up three points to Sean McVay. So, uh, I mean. Yeah, he deserves to be up here. Yeah, and I guarantee it's not other coaches talking about how Bill Belichick fell off. Like, Oh, no, of course not. He's like the most respected uh, coach left. I think that says, you know, that says it all. Yeah. All right. With the number two pick, uh, take probably the other guy people would consider here. I would take Andy Reid. Um now has two Super Bowls. He has like a 64% winning percentage all time. Um, you know, we, we've called it, he's like an offensive genius. I mean, he, he consistently has one of the best offenses in the league. And even this year, we've, you know, they talked about how Tyree Kill was going to leave and that offense was going to look different and it was just as efficient as ever. Like he, you know, he deserves to be number two, I think, here. Yeah, I was going to be mad if he <laughs> fell to me at three. I mean, I would have gladly taken him, but I feel like that would have been borderline disrespectful. You could make the argument for him at one. Um, I think he he has always historically played really well against Belichick, which he has going in his favor. And just the way the league is shifting with the rules and everything now, it's going to benefit him as an offensive coach. Um Seems like his coaching tree seems to always do pretty well. So I just think he's, you know, a great teacher, great coach. Players love him. You could definitely make the argument for him at one. So good pick. Yeah, I don't have anything to add on Fat Boy. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think there'd be much uh, contention this early in the draft. God, I really hate this order. I, like, have no idea who I want to pick. Right now, like I was hoping that I could just get Andy Reid out of the way and then like see who was around like five picks later. Um, yeah, I was hoping. I was hoping for pick three. I think this is pretty clear. Clear. Okay. Yeah, I think the next two at least. I think the order could be debated, but the next two for sure. <sighs> this is tough. Okay, so again, I guess because we're going coaches, we are going. More body of work, right? Like I'm, I'm got. I have a mixture on my list of established guys that have had a bunch of success, and then newer guys that I have, you know, anticipated success. Yeah, there's definitely got to be. A, it's a combination of things: um, recent success, overall body of work, playoff success, etc. Okay, all right. Um, but hey, do you, boo boo? Yeah, this is still tough, and I'm just telling you both right now, I'm sure one of you will take him. I'm not taking Kyle Shanahan because I'm just not a Kyle Shanahan guy. This is a known fact. I know he <laughs> is a good coach, but I just think he's a fucking choke artist. So, I, I knew I'm, you wouldn't take him. I'm not like, Regardless him. of where you drafted. I'm not taking him either just because of the amount of money I lost on the Falcons Super Bowl. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, like... Uh, and well, I guess, spoiler alert. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll be taking him. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> Let's just skip to the fourth pick and then come back to the third pick. What a freak. What a loser. Oh, well, I might God. as well pick him last now. Valid? Yeah. Great value. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Dude, sure. I, I know. God, this is tough. Oh, Christ. Do it. Another... Another another preface, um, not taking Sean Payton either. So let's just rule that out. 
that I already already knew that one was gonna fall into my lap. Yeah, he wasn't on my list. <laughs> <laughs> now that we established who everyone's not taking. Yeah. Yeah, should we just make this draft like five rounds now? Just who are we not taking? No, in all honesty, though, I was just thinking about it. There's legitimately seven coaches that I want to pick, so like <laughs> we might have to do four. Um, yeah, all right, all four. Colin can't even pick one. No, no, yeah, we're no okay. Doing, we're doing I, going, I have two picks. I have two. Oh, one pick for <laughs> sure. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Doug Peterson at three. I fuck with Doug. Get the fuck out of here, dude! Hey, I love this. My draft is gonna be absolutely insane. Andy Reid coaching tree won a Super Bowl with one franchise. Is now going to be the favorite with a new good team trending upward. Like again, I'm taking. I'm trying to project as well, not total body of work. So I think based on the fact that Doug Peterson has already won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. And I, the situation was super weird with him leaving, but now that he's in Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence, like they're easily the best team in that division and should like for the next three years, at least walk to the playoffs. So I feel like he has a good chance to improve his resume even more. Yeah. And that same Eagles team that he was fired from just went to the Super Bowl two years later and made the playoffs the year before. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I think I also personally think Jacksonville is going to take a step back this year. Uh, I don't think they're going to take that leap that people are expecting them to. But that's I don't know. Luckily, I feel like they're in a division where they're very capable of just pretty easily that's winning a division. If they were in a different division, I think they would kind of level off where they are, be like a wild card playoff team. But in the AFC South, they're going to be at least that good again. Oh, yeah, they could still make the playoffs and all. But I'm saying, like, I don't think – I think the Chargers playoff game was a bit of an anomaly. They did play really well against the Chiefs um, for a lot of that game. But I don't know. I just don't see them – taking a big step forward. They might go 6-0 and in the division, which is all well and good. They're probably playing three out of the five or six worst teams in the NFL next year. But um, I don't know. I don't – I think they're still a couple years away from being, like, true contenders in a stacked AFC. I mean, I don't – I honestly don't hate the yeah. pick. I would take Peterson over. Yeah, well, I, have a few, I have a few guys on, the, on my list ahead of him, but, I mean, he is a good coach. Yeah, if you would have taken him at, like, your last pick, like, at nine, I'd be like, that's a great pick. Um, but, no, yeah, no, there's a few guys that are going to get picked in the next Yeah, three. they just deserve to be taken. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't even have close to nine picks. Um, I have probably, like, three more guys on my list that I would even consider taking. And, like, <sighs> well, luckily you get one of them right now, and then you only need one more. Yeah, I, I don't know. Christ. <laughs> Realize you only made one pick. Yeah, I have, a, I have a major spin zone for one that I will explain later, so I'm not going to pick this unknown person. I'm not going to throw names out there. But um, I'm going to take Tomlin. Fuck it. I'll take Mike Tomlin at four. Yeah, yeah. He probably, yeah, he belongs here. I, the, the only thing, the only reason I picked Peterson first is just because he has the re- recent Super Bowl win. Jay, has Tomlin even won a Super Bowl, or were they – how long ago was that? Yeah, he's won a Super Bowl. Okay, one, one, like been, one, yeah. one, been to two. Yeah, he's never had a losing season. Yeah, Ten playoff right. appearances. Like, you just – I mean, and, and maybe the most impressive thing he's done is keep all of the Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger drama, like, in-house. Yeah, like when just, all that stuff came out, it just showed me like how how good of a coach he is, being able to keep all of that under control. Yeah, he is a man's man. He is hilarious. The fact that he bought his whole team black air forces, I actually forgot that because it was so long ago that he does have a ring and went to two. So I would actually just knowing that I would flip my order considering they both have a ring. I would put Tomlin at three and Peterson at four. I still yeah. like those two as my picks though, but I honestly forgot about that. 
And projecting yeah. forward, I mean, they're they're going to be better, and they weren't that bad last year. So they finished the season seven and two last year. Um, they're going to have a much improved offense this year. The Steelers brought in another offensive um, assistant coach who was the quarterbacks coach um, in Atlanta during Matty Ice's prime. Um, so I think that'll help out Matt Canada. They're going to improve the offensive line even more. They're probably going to draft a receiver relatively early. People seem to forget that they drafted Calvin Austin uh, last year in the fourth round. Um, he's going to be uh, on the field a ton this year. He missed all last year with an injury. That guy's fucking fast as shit. He ran a 4-3-2, I think. Um, and, yeah, I uh, I can't argue with Tomlin at four. I, I kind of was hoping, to be honest, that I wouldn't have him available at six out of respect, and I appreciate with two uh, Ravens fans that he was picked above Harbaugh, rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, he was third on my list, so. Yeah, I think third is about where I'd put I'd probably put him fourth now with who I'm probably going to take. Um, but I'll wait till we get there. Well, I think I'm just going to play the game here and not take the guy I have at four because I'll easily be able to get him next time around. Um, I am going to take Pete Carroll. Fuck you. Yeah, that's just, I mean, that's, I mean, I have him in the top five. That's just a gameplay pick. I think I'm going to get my other guy next. Um, but especially after this season, just trading a quote unquote star quarterback for, you know, a career backup guy, making the playoffs with picks to move forward not to mention winning a Super Bowl. Like, he's done He's done everything, and, you know, it, it's always impressive when you can do it with not as talented team, and he had a bunch of success this year. So I'm going to go Pete Carroll. Really the only negative? What was that? Well, I'll just go then. Yeah, I uh, NFL is just not having that second Super Bowl when he very easily should have it. The whole uh, obviously the interception with yeah, Russ def- on the definitely goal not running the ball with the consensus probably best running back in the NFL. Um, yeah, especially in goal line situations, uh, that would be the only blemish I'd say on Pete Carroll is the fact that he, like I said, doesn't have that second ring. Um, but the Super Bowl, when they kicked the living shit out of that Denver team that was putting up 40 points on everybody, yeah, um, I think was insane. The Him and John Schneider drafting together have found some gems like Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, et cetera. Um, to your point, this past year, I don't know how anyone could argue against Pete Carroll in the top five. Especially Plus, just an, another guy that another guy that clearly is capable of keeping drama in house. You know, all this stuff came out sure. about Russell Wilson this year, but uh, Pete Carroll, you never heard a word about that stuff about how much of a diva he was and whatnot. So, did you guys hear everything I just said? By the way, I just realized I turned off the speaker, so I was just like, I didn't hear any of your you guys. <laughs> um, you did cut out I, for a second. You cut out for a second, but it seemed like you knew because you picked up in a point that made sense. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I really don't have anything to add about PD. I mean, he he's a great coach. That that Super Bowl blunder is like his only thing. He's done it at every level. I guess I would just say there's reasons that I just like the people I picked a little bit more, but I don't really have anything negative to say about him. He's yeah, again that was that was a pick because I also think two of the other guys that I have in my top six will not like both. Definitely both will not get chosen here. Probably. Yeah, the only reason I didn't really want to pick Pete Carroll is because I just I'm not exactly sure what the Seahawks are going to look like next year. They got a bunch of picks. Hey, a no bunch reason. Of picks. To, I, I have no reason to doubt him at this point after this year. Um, can we please do a fourth round? At this point, I should be good for a fourth round. 
Whatever. I could probably do a fourth round and get my like top. I could get my top six. I could do a yeah. I could do five rounds and get my top five outside of <laughs> outside of Belichick and Tomlin. Yeah, Tomlin. Um, sorry. Fine. So four rounds. Um, so my pick at six. Um, and I have two picks, correct? Yeah, you have two picks. Um, I'm gonna take McVeigh first. Okay. Uh, been to two Super Bowls. Obviously, I he was out coached, um, outwitted by Bill Belichick in the first Super Bowl. I mean, are we really gonna hold that against him? I don't think we can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, and I think he righted his wrongs with the last Super Bowl run, considering he was down to the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, Stafford, and Cup, and, you know, that that comeback game-winning drive. Um, then the comeback game-winning drive in the Super Bowl, um, I think that really cemented McVay. Um, for me personally, I, I would have had him at, uh, three, that's who I was referring to. Um, that's just my personal take on it. Okay. Yeah, I still have a couple people ahead of him. I think he'd be higher on my list if he would have just actually traded away all his future picks, won a Super Bowl, and then just retired. I think that would have been so funny if he just, just like, because he was considering retiring this year. If he would have just actually retired, he would have been number one on my list. Just trade away your entire future and then just retire and get paid more to do television. I was going to say, I don't think he's ever actually going to retire. At least I shouldn't say ever. Obviously, he will at some point. But, like, he's so young. He's, like, literally 10 years old. Yeah. I mean, there's people that got hired just because they knew Sean McVay. So I I can't argue too much with the pick here. I would say, and his coaching tree. Like, he coached against his offensive coordinator um, in the Super Bowl. And we all know how good the Bengals are now. Um, And... Kevin O'Connell for year one in Minnesota, they were what eleven and six last year, twelve and five, thirteen and four, something. Yeah, I think they were like thirteen and four, potentially even fourteen and three. Yeah, so I think uh, his coaching tree also kind of shows um, his philosophies work. He was one of the guys I had left on my list. He is uh, really just been consistently winning as well outside of this injury plague year and given the cap situation they're in, but you know, we'll partially see his fault, yeah, which, but Hey, they got a ring out of it. So like, it's worth it. No, a hundred percent. And you definitely can't put this year on him with, you know, Stafford and cup being injured basically the whole year. It's like, what are you going to yeah. do? You pretty much they, are just all handing in a towel at that point. Plus yeah, they was, basically single-handedly won them the Super Bowl, And now you don't have to for them. Yeah. Yeah, and also this was the first year we saw Aaron Donald kind of look remotely human. Um, like age is definitely starting to I'm not gonna say completely catch up to him, but I mean he is thirty years old now. Like it's just at that Yeah, just, I mean he even hinted at a potential retirement at one point, like it's definitely something they'll that he'll do soon. He is getting older. He's kind of just been alluding in general that now that he's won a Super Bowl, he's like right. borderline he's, checked he's, out. Yeah, he's done it all. He's, I he's think right. he would have retired after the Super Bowl if he didn't have like fifty million on the table to play out of this contract. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. Um, next pick. <laughs> um, to quote Roy Jones Jr. Y'all must have forgot. Sean Payton um, has a ring with Drew Brees. Um, it's pathetic that I'm going to get this guy as late as I'm getting this guy. Um, outside of Andy Reid, he's the best offensive. I'm sorry. Outside of Andy Reid and McVay, he's the best offensive mind in football. Um, without question, it's borderline impossible to argue against that fact. Um would have had a second Super Bowl had the NFC Championship game in the Superdome get properly officiated and they didn't have to change a rule the following season because of how egregiously bad of a call it was and how it affected the course of history. Because the Saints yeah. would have... I would feel have that about a different rule change. 
the Saints would have kicked the ever-living shit out of the Patriots in that Super Bowl. That Saints team was so good. Uh, if it wasn't for a couple fluky plays, Sean Payton could have three rings because of that mini, that Minnesota play where Marcus Williams, your boy Marcus Williams, completely swung and missed on an easy fucking tackle. He didn't even need to tackle him. It's just like, hey, he's in the air. Just push him out of bounds. Dumbass, instead of trying to dive at his ankles while he's in the air, you stupid fuck. And that takes them out of the energy championship game. So, like, back-to-back years, he got fucked by something that literally he had no control over. Um, uh, and he's, like I said, he's got a ring on top of it already. Uh, he beat Peyton Borderline a criminal. <laughs> and honestly, uh, that's a pro, in my opinion. The bounty gate is a win. Bounty gate <laughs> is a blemish. Bounty gate's a win. Um <laughs> And yeah, obviously, uh, I just think the sustained success he had in New Orleans is, um, speaks for itself. He's got a ring, should have more, but I don't hold those two, his two best chances of getting a second and, and or third ring. Um, I, I won't hold that against him. Yeah, he's a loser. <laughs> I'm not a Sean Payton fan either, again mainly because I'm not a Drew Brees fan, and that's who he coached for a long time, and they were successful, and now he's back in the AFC West, so not like I'm liking him anymore. And he's coaching the black Drew Brees. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I figured there wouldn't be too much. <laughs> he, he wasn't on my list, but, yeah, that's purely out of me being biased against him, so. I don't know. He would probably fall somewhere in my top ten, I guess, realistically. <laughs> but I don't know. Probably closer to twelve in the league right now. No. No. There's some good coaches left. That's why he just got traded for. He he's the best hire out there on the market by far. He's a top five coach in this league. Mike McCarthy's debatably a better coach. Right. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that makes this pick easy for me, and I'll get another guy in the fourth round. That'll be easy for me to take as well. I'm going to take John Harbaugh. <laughs> I mean, he's up there. He's up there with Mike Tomlin with the consistent success, uh, multiple playoff performances, multiple deep runs in the playoff, a Super Bowl. I think he's been to the playoffs 10 times. Also, have had very few down years. And uh, he's coached many different style of teams into the playoffs. And he's best friends with Greg Roman. I have nothing to add. I, uh, As a pseudo-Ravens fan, he pisses me off, but he is a good guy. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and... Even though, especially in recent years, and even though he was at one time on the hot seat before Lamar took over, I'm not going to sit here. I think that's a mythological hot seat that a lot of Lamar guys have, but we'll see. No, that was like a confirmed thing. Like it was, yeah, not sure. It was talked about during that season when they were three and six that it was like, hey. uh, Yeah, my thing is, I, I watch I watch him coach more than everyone else, so like. Yes, there are decisions that I question and moves that I'm like, why in the world are you doing that? But the consistent, sustained success definitely outweighs the one, like, why did you challenge that situations? Um, I think that consistency at the head position is important as there aren't many guys that have been coaches for a couple of years that have been drafted already and to have success for a long period of time is just impressive in its own right, but also important for an organization. I will give him this in recent years. He is so much better than Mike Tomlin at hiring offense coordinators. Fair. I don't think anybody is worse than Mike Tomlin at it currently, but (laughs) yeah, no, ever since Todd Haley, was let go. That team has been in shambles. I mean, you're preaching to the choir. As a former <laughs> Chiefs head coach, I know the majesty of Todd Haley. <laughs> <laughs> 
But, um, yeah, I think, what is this technically? This would be pick number eight, is it? Oh, yeah, that was the eighth pick. Yeah, I think that's a fair spot for him. And, okay, so now I have... I have yeah, two. I mean, he was he was four on my list. I don't want that to go unnoted. So you had... So you would go Belichick, Reed, Tomlin, Harbaugh? Tomlin, Harbaugh, yes. And your fifth was Carroll? Yes. Got it. Not a bad right. top five. It's not a bad top five. I just think there's there's one glaring name missing from this list right now, and I think it's so funny. I honestly have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, you're about to take him in the next round. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I might just not. We might just have to leave him <laughs> off the list. I mean, I cannot. I, I have another. I have another guy that I like just as much. I have so many guys. I had turned down. I love like twelve head coaches. Germ, <laughs> <laughs> um, make a fucking pick, dude. So I have what nine and and ten now. I have two more, and then I'm done. Yes. Yeah. Don't do it. Okay. I Ooh. swear, if one of these picks is who I think it is, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> I have three. I have three that I'm surprisingly considering. Matt Matt Eberflus. Spoiler: Daggy Dennis Allen is not one of them. <laughs> um. All right. Josh. I'll take. I'll take. Um. Oh, fuck. All right. Do it. I'm taking Mike Vrabel. He's a dog. God damn it. So good. I feel like he is just been forgotten about. He's basically just like Holy shit. A white Mike Tomlin and not as good. But he is just I just think he's a great coach. I think he's a great coach and these like three guys that I have left, well, him and another guy, I feel like they're kind of on the same tier than another one I just want to take because, but yeah. Yeah, no, Vrabel, Vrabel's a great pick. Um, he's a super underrated coach. Um, that team plays everybody tough. They've had a bunch of teams on the ropes in the playoffs, some upset wins in the playoffs, like um, the one that I. They did beat a 14 and 2 team in the playoffs one year. That, that's what I was going to bring up. The 14-2 Ravens at home uh, to go in there and beat them pretty handedly. Like, they were in control of that game from the jump. Um, I think that put yeah. a lot of people on notice. So, I'm curious to see how he does going forward because they're definitely in, like, a rebuild. Um, last I saw, there's reports that, like, there's been talks with the Cardinals about trading the third pick with them. Um, so, I'd be curious to see. Uh, what that would look like. Um, Anthony Richardson, and then they just hire Greg Roman. Because they're also, I think they're also talking about potentially trading Henry too. So, like, I'm I'm curious, like, is Vrabel signing off on a complete and total overhaul? Because um, that, that doesn't seem like his M.O. But, uh, yeah, I love the pick. And I think at nine, that's a uh, good value. Yeah, I mean, Jay said it, like, they're, they're dogs. They play everyone hard. They get up for every important game. You know, if they're an underdog at home, like, you'd know they're showing out and probably winning that game. And that's, you know, that's a lot on coaching. Yeah, and uh, he, maybe I would say a poor man's Belichick is a better way to describe it for that reason, obviously, because he played under him, but... They just play everybody tough. They're not a team that gets blown out ever, or at least very, very rarely. And they also just, I feel like, don't and haven't consistently had a ton of talent there, but they just always find a way to win. So that's why I picked them. Yeah, dude. For it. Who's your 10th pick, dude? I'm between two, honestly. And I'm going to take with my heart over my head, man, Campbell. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it, that's who I fucking wanted, you fucking... I love it. Lions, mm-hmm. baby, trending up, Lions, baby. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert, sorry. Didn't take long either. You're a dick. Yeah, sorry if uh, I'm foreshadowing either one of your 
picks, but the only reason, I, again, I can't take Sirianni yet because it was face either, even though he's <laughs> made it to the Super Bowl. But a reason I'm not taking Brian Dayball is because he may be too good of a coach that he's tricking franchises into paying too much money for their scrub quarterbacks. So that may actually be a negative. So, yeah, Dan Campbell is just awesome, and the Lions are trending up. And I feel like this pick is valid. He proves he is the 10th best coach in the NFL if the Lions win their division and make the playoffs next year, which they should. Yeah, well, you did spoil my next pick with Brian Dayball for the exact reason you said, that he's transformed two nobody quarterbacks into (laughs) 40-plus million-dollar-a-year guys. (laughs) And I know that's a lot as an offensive coordinator, but, I mean, the Giants were counted out last year before the league even started, and they made the playoffs. Didn't take any time at all, so I'll take Brian Dayball. In one playoff game. Yeah. Easily. He's here to stay. The Giants are up and coming because of him. Not with I, him, but because of him. I would have taken um, Dable just out of, like, respect and just one coach of the year. I would just like to see the Giants play similar. Maybe not quite as well as they did last year because I do think that was somewhat of an anomaly. But um, I, I would like to see them play kind of to that standard again uh consecutive seasons but yeah also thank thank god they canceled Orioles opening day for this weather today it was absolutely horrible outside has it even started raining yet (laughs) no and the game would have been over by now yeah i mean games are like literally two hours now so thank god shut up um the city of Baltimore is so stupid. God damn it. I don't know who I want to take now. Last pick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. It's raining now. Well, the game would have been over. Yeah. Man. Um, God damn it. I don't want to take Sirianni, even though I should. Well, I should. But I should. Do yeah, this. you should. Take I should. McCarthy. No. <laughs> you should take. You should take Sirianni. No, I shouldn't. You should. Should take. I mean, is Cliff Kingsbury still available? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely would have, not. Would have potentially been my first pick. Uh, Makes a lot of sense. I mean, he should have. His biggest mistake was not taking the USC offensive coordinator job. You don't turn down the Trojans. For all we know, Thailand still. Are you going to pick Lincoln Riley? I fucking would if I could. Your but, boy Kevin oh, fans, he's still out there. Dude, fuck Kevin Stefanski. He <laughs> fucking pissed away his Super Bowl run with Baker. Goddamn right he did. We could do a whole I mean, podcast on that one. If we really could. All he had to do was just trust him, put the ball in his hands like he did the entire goddamn game against that <sighs> sorry-ass Chiefs defense. And instead he's like, hmm, let's run up the middle, nothing. Let's throw a swing pass, nothing. And let's do a screen, nothing. Like, dude, you might as well just punt on first down, you fucking queef. I mean, because you live in fear of Dirty Dan Sorensen taking <laughs> your head off again. So good. I cannot wait for Daniel Sorensen to shoot up like a like a fucking <laughs> bus. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, yeah, he had severe CTE. Cannot wait. <laughs> Are you going to pick somebody? Uh, be- I might not. Uh, Are there 12 good coaches? Could I take Urban Meyer? (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Or John Gruden. (laughs) God damn it. I was really not expecting Man Campbell, Dan (laughs) Terra, to not fall to me. Never forget. 
that was literally the whole reason why I wanted to do a 12th. I mean, sorry, a fourth round was because I wanted Dan Gamble on my list. Well, he was picked in the fourth round, so it worked out still. Thanks, Mike McDaniel, the vape god. God, I forgot about him. Um, God damn. I feel like I'm choosing between Wouldn't a bunch. that pick. I'm choosing between a bunch of good regular season coaches that fucking piss themselves in the playoffs. Like, it's, it's between, uh, Shanahan. Well, I can't say anything about, I can't say piss themselves in the playoffs with Sirianni. Um, he was a pathetic call away from potentially winning a Super Bowl. Um, but it's like Sirianni, Shanahan, Sean McDermott. Um, it's like I I would love to take McDermott, but the defense has not shown up in the playoffs the last two seasons, and it's like that's your fucking calling card, bro. Same, it's one of the knocks on Tomlin. He uh he hasn't won a playoff game in six years. In the last three playoff games, they've gotten fucking smoked. They got smoked in the AFC Championship, one of the best chances they had at winning a Super Bowl with Ben and A.B. Um, they got Blitzkrieg by the fucking Chiefs. They got – what did Baker put up on them? Like 49, something ridiculous. Um, anyway, well, I'm just – Just Baker being Baker. Yeah, just Baker doing Baker things. So it's what happens when he put the ball in his fucking hands. Well, you just pick a quarterback, a coach. Can I take Lincoln Riley? If it'll end this draft. <laughs> um, fine, fuck it. Uh, I, just, I have to take Kyle Shanahan. God damn um, out of out of those who are left, he is the least. Uh, I shouldn't say the least, but of the choke artists that are left, he is the biggest. He is without a doubt. But he also has, in the most important of situations. Yes, but he's also won. He won with RG three and made RG three look relevant for two years. Or did or did he make Kyle Shanahan look relevant? RG three fucking sucks, and that's why I can't wait for RG. He did win Rookie of the Year. Congratulations. Um, he beat one Andrew Luck. He didn't. When did he beat Andrew? He didn't beat Andrew Luck in anything. In Rookie of the Year, they were rookies uh, the same year, and RG three won Rookie of the Year. Who cares? I'll take the eleven and five, and winning a playoff game and the biggest comeback in playoff history against. Correct me if I'm wrong. One of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. Who was that comeback against? Was it the Kansas City Chiefs? It was Uh, Alex Smith. God damn it! Why did you have to to ruin the vibes of this podcast? I don't know because I'm just bitter that I didn't take Nick Sirianni. Now just took Kyle Shanahan and just ruined everything. I know it really. I'm. A, I have a really bad taste in my mouth now. I don't yeah. feel good. I should have taken Sirianni. Yeah, you should have. But Sirianni pisses me off so much. But Kyle Shanahan lost you money. He did lose me money, which should take precedent. But also breaking news per PETA, I am oh, dude. guilty of child abuse. Dude, dude. Don't get me started. I, you have no idea. If I, if I wasn't working with my manager and state manager today, I would have been in the worst mood. I might not have even gone to work today. What a tweet. Huh? I said, what a tweet. Oh, dude. Fucking terrible. Dude, and some of the replies. Feeding your kids meat is child abuse. That's the tweet. Oh, shit. Jay, how do you feel about that? You don't want to know. Pete is fucking soft. There's just a bunch of doughy, stupid morons that don't know anything about anything. Their fucking parents probably wipe their ass for them still. Bunch of fairies. Big fairies. Um, do we have anything else? Um, USC just signed the five-star tight end, Deuce Robinson. Um, huge signing for Lincoln Riley. So, 
He is just the gift that keeps on giving. Um, we are also nearing in on an intro, intro music for the podcast. Well, I would love to know what it is. Um, it is unique. It is by Mike Ray. Oh my God! It's, please tell me it's with the recorder. It's a freestyle. <laughs> Thank fucking God. With a recorder gonna... beat. <laughs> yeah, with him making yeah. the beat with a recorder, then freestyling in a scream mask. <laughs> yeah, for when we get video. That's so good. <laughs> Yes, so audience, you're welcome. You could probably just listen to every episode for that. Um, what are we doing next week? Good question. God, do I unveil my mock draft? Yeah, you might have to. And we'll brainstorm some segments to do. Maybe talk about some things that aren't football. If the, <laughs> Politics. Religion. Can we please talk about politics? Get my dad on. Yeah. We'll just do a strictly po- uh, politics and religion podcast in the next two weeks. God, yes. There's something I was going to say that was going to be funny, but I just don't know what it is. <laughs> we'll give you credit for it anyway. Yeah, that's a thought that counts. Yeah, thanks for the hilarious <laughs> damn episode. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk we'll talk about segments and stuff to do moving forward. And like I said, if any of the listeners have any ideas, tweet at us. We'll yeah, get we some stuff going. Something like I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> that I am confident in. <laughs>